everybody. Welcome back to Me Time with me, Maya. And me, Emma. We are so happy to have you back for another episode. Today, Emma and I are doing just an episode with the two of us. We felt that we hadn't had one of those in such a long time. We've had so many guests on, which have been so wonderful. But we thought today we'd bring it back to just the two of us and kind of do like a mid-summer catch-up, kind of check in with how we're feeling, what we've been doing, what we've been up to, um, as well as any recommendations we have for you guys to keep you entertained throughout the summer. So back to our roots. Um, I mean, we have had some amazing guests. I I literally can't like differentiate between all of them in terms of I loved each episode so much and recording so much, but... Yeah, it's good to just just see your face. I felt like it's. I feel like I haven't like seen you or caught up with yeah, you in like such a long time. I know because we've been so we've both been so busy. I was in Madrid. You've been working essentially full time because sh- this girl has two part time jobs. And also Emma's been gallivanting around the world, like you know, day trips in London, Madrid, <laughs> then getting back, then self isolation. Oh God, yeah. Not because of a COVID scare, just because of traveling. Um, How was that? How was isolating? You know what. I thought it would be worse than it was. I mean, I was only isolating for six days because I did test to release on day five. Um, but essentially, because we've been so busy in Madrid, it was kind of nice just having an excuse to almost do, like, quote-unquote nothing. Yeah. Um, and it was nice to reconnect with my creative side too. What's it like living back, like, at home with your parents? Because obviously I imagine going from, like, living at home for, like, ages, months on end, then, like, mm. on holiday and now back. Yeah. You know what? I, I probably say this every time, but, like, I, I'm i grateful because, like, obviously I have a home and I get on really well with my parents. I do find when I first come back from uni or a time away, we bicker, like, the first day or two. And I think it's... Really? Because we're not used to each other and we have to settle back into, like, our rhythm together mm. as a unit. But after the initial, like, day or two, we just kind of click. At least that's the experience I have. I don't know if my parents would agree. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, it's been okay. Um, it's been weird not being with Rach after being with her, like, 24-7 for so long. Yeah, um, I bet. Because when we had our day two tests, like, our test to release tests, that was a bit stressful, getting the results and everything, and trying to figure out how to do, like, activate things, register your tests and everything. So having her yeah. there, kind of by my side, but not actually by, physically by my side, was good. Yeah, that might be quite interesting, actually. Like, obviously... there's not many people I know that are traveling at the moment obviously Mm. you've done the whole kind of travel thing like during COVID what like because I don't know how I feel about like if if someone gave me the option was like oh you're gonna go like go to Spain or France or wherever if you want to but you have to go through all the rigmarole of like the Mm. COVID test and everything I think I would just say no like I don't think I can be bothered to deal with that especially trying to get a family of four let's say for example through everything like check everyone's tests are negative because I was saying today that I go on holiday as soon as you take like time off for a holiday you want to enjoy the whole process the kind of like waiting around for the flight and it's all just like relaxed and you know a chilled thing not like someone's going to test positive and then the whole trip's yeah. going to be ruined <clears throat> and it, I mean on the way we were lucky um on the way out we didn't have to test or isolate um and that's kind of because now you do now you have to test to come into Spain and some regions including Madrid want to introduce a, per- a 10 day period of isolation like we wouldn't have gone there for a month we, we wouldn't have bothered exactly we'd have had two and a half weeks out and mm. yeah it wouldn't have made sense but yeah I mean the return journey was stressful you know you've got to 
get the timings right as well because you have to have yeah. the negative within 72 hours but you have to pay you know some results you don't get the result some tests you don't get the results within 48 hours so then it's and then others it's 24 hours but you pay more and others you can get them within five hours but you pay like a ridiculous amount so you have to kind of time everything to perfection and um that was stressful but then we were both negative so it was fine we actually know I know family friends who went on holiday to I think it was Menorca and then one of the children tested positive and none of the others so the dad has had to stay with that child and they're quarantining in like a quarantine hotel and the other three came home oh my see that's honestly my isn't that a nightmare someone said today like oh I really could do the going on holiday and I was like obviously like I want to go and travel Mm -hmm. and like this period of time now especially has made me really miss kind of traveling and yeah. I had like such travel nostalgia the other day which like hasn't really happened and then I was just like the thought of doing like the aggro and like you say the quarantining and checking if like travel borders are like what amber mm. green oh I just I don't it's all just like, and then the chance that when you're abroad it changes and moves from amber to red or something literally like my worst nightmare yeah I don't know how people are navigating the, the holiday space at the moment like fair play to them for navigating it yeah well speaking of that obviously on Monday when this episode's released everything goes back to normal I know quote unquote I know normal it, at least in England Which, um Scotland England. have taken a bit of a more cautious approach um I don't know really how I feel about anything at the moment no. I'm so happy that yeah like in work, for example, I'm not going to have to wear a mask. Like, mm. that is a really exciting yeah. thought. But then at the same time, every Friday and Saturday, we're getting completely new sets of people living mm. in holiday apartments down here. Like, how many people, yeah. like, Cornwall's cases have risen by, like, 200% yeah. or something. Well, that's, that's the so thing, is we're both, we're both in tourist hotspots, right? Like, yeah. Brighton and Cornwall are kind of two top tourist destinations in the UK, Especially now because they're by the sea and everything. And exactly. And the, the weather's finally touched wood, like, improving. And and now all these, like, rules are being lifted. I just, I don't know because part of me thinks, oh, it's great. You know, if I really wanted to, I could go clubbing. I think it's really hard because I think the tourism industry really, really needs it. And I'm so happy that, like, like nightclubs, and I'm so happy that, like, restaurants and, like, holiday mm. homes and hotels, like are going to be able to have at least some of the summer. And I think, yeah. like, it's certain, like, they, they have, they've been so kind of, like, bypassed by this whole thing that they really need to be able to at least have it for, like, a few weeks in the summer because yeah. God knows what's going to happen in September once, like, the repercussions of, like, everything lifting, mm. you know. I'm sure we're going to see those happening. I mean, mm. I touch wood, I hope not, but yeah. I think that's quite an optimistic approach. Yeah. Um, but then, like you say, at the same time, it's really scary when you think of, like, the divide here between locals and tourists. And then you've got locals with the average age being, like, 60 versus, like, so many families coming down for holidays. Mm. And, like, obviously the tourism industry needs it. Yeah. But I and just And also for people's... For, for sanity's sake, like, I understand. Like, people mm. people work so hard. People and, trapped in, like, high-rises yeah, in cities. who've had no, like, open spaces or no break. And, like, I get it. And also, like, as you've said, I'm so happy things are opening up. But there's definitely been a rise in COVID anxiety. And I wouldn't say I've got COVID anxiety at all. But I a part of me is just very hesitant to 
kind of completely bridge the gap between the way I'm living now and then the the complete freedom of and the lift of everything I think it's a bit of social anxiety as well Mm. because like I can't imagine like life is like normal like it really freaks me out to think that well freaks me out and also confuses me to think that like today I've got to stay two meters apart from someone but from Monday I don't yeah like by law Mm, no like that to me logically I don't really understand what changes between Thursday like today and Monday yeah well it's also I mean for me it's the fact that at the moment six people from is it six different households are legally allowed to meet inside in in England and from Monday you could have 500 people from 500 households meeting inside I just don't want to go to uni and then to be be, recalled in October to come back home yeah or to be not I mean I don't know I don't I don't want to say any famous last words, but just for restrictions to be kind of tightened or reintroduced and suddenly... 6pm curfews again. or not being able to have other households in your house or things like that. For, like, a lot of people's sake, and I think it would be such a shame if... As I I get the sanity of, like, holidaymakers and people that need to, like, get out with their kids and, like, go on holidays, like, families. Mm. I totally understand that. But then the sanity of students' sake, like, who have not had any normal university since last March, yeah. if we're then put in September again, and then we're faced with more restrictions, more curfews... And then we graduate we blame, having had zero classes in person. And, like, more blame is placed yeah. upon us that we're the we're the issue. Mm. It's going to be such a shame, and I don't want to, like, put these things that, like, put this, like, bad energy out there. But I think they are just all thoughts going through, yeah. like, our oh, brains Oh, I think it's right important now. to talk about, 100%. Um, and it's also, I guess, like, I know I've mentioned slightly COVID anxiety, but it's, like, where do you draw the line and start trying to live your life again? And where do you kind of, you know, where's the line between doing that, trying to live your life again, and being conscious and aware of COVID? And, you know, because a lot of people are scared, like, and, and I get it, but... But it's a shame to me that it means that a lot of people are unwilling to to do things anymore because because of the fear of getting COVID. It's like, uh, let's move on to something else. That's yeah. I can't talk about COVID anymore. What no, have you What have you been up to? Um, like what is what is like the summer vibes been? What are you enjoying this summer? Um, what am I enjoying? I feel like I've already spoken about this enough. I'll mention it quickly: crocheting and <laughs> making like beaded jewelry. Uh, been loving that and then um whilst watching Netflix at the moment finishing off final season of Atypical which I mentioned last week and with Zara at our sleepover yesterday we started a new series called Young Royals it's a sweet what is that um essentially it's a Swedish series it's called Young Royals and I mean it's really shit you know when it's like trash but you get hooked that's what happened. That's the situ. Um, and yeah, this prince essentially goes to like a boarding school and there's a bit of scandal. It got suggested to me, like based on like series you've watched. And I was just like, does our, should we give it a go? If it's crap, we don't have to watch it ever again. Uh, and then you were hooked. How many seasons are there? Hooked. I think there's only one and it's only six episodes. What else have I been enjoying? I don't know, give us, may you catch us up. I feel like I've spoken enough about my life. First of all, how's work going? How's your life going? And what have you been enjoying? I'm, I've good, I've been fine. I have, 
like I said, I've been working two part-time jobs, so I'm very, very busy. I have two days off, um, Mondays and Saturdays. So, like, I'm working five days a week, which is a lot um, and quite intense. And there's, like, ten-hour shifts, nine-hour shifts, eight-hour shifts. They're quite long periods, like, stretches of time. Mm. But the people I work with are amazing and lovely and so supportive. So I'm very, very grateful to have, like, a good team around me. So that yeah. makes a massive difference. I've, like, never really worked in a place where the team vibe is, like, as strong as it so is. So good. That's really nice. So, which is a really, really lovely benefit. And also I love like the ethos of the cafe I work in. Like it's all, like all their products, like organic and local. And Aww, like we love they that. use like recyclable plastic and it's just, <sighs> yeah. Dreamy. I'm a big fan, big, mm. big fan of theirs. So that's really nice to work for a company. They've got good morals and good ethos as well. So I am enjoying it. I'm, I'm just kind of finding the work slash like doing, like enjoying summer like balance mm. quite tricky at the moment yeah I definitely say you're burning the candle at both ends <laughs> yeah I think that the nice thing is is that um I think this week I kind of found kind of like a happy medium I kind of worked mm-hmm. out like what I want to be doing like what I want to be like for example carving out time to like read stuff and watch yeah. stuff that I want to watch and because I think I was I was originally spending my days off I'm sure other people with jobs find this in the summer like you want to just spend your days off just like doing nothing like Mm. sleeping whereas I've worked out that I appreciate my days off so much more when I do stuff and then I like go I go to the beach or I go for a walk Mm. or I go out somewhere with my family or with friends or like I do I actively make an effort to do stuff rather than just like lounge around makes me feel better Mm. so once I realized that it's been much 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 better and like I feel better and a lot more settled yeah that's good. It's I feel just, like that's important, an important message for a lot of people. And obviously, yeah. I feel like on some some days off, uh, like just lying in bed all day probably will be just oh, what you need. But other times, yeah. the act of like dragging yourself out of the house and actually doing something can often make you feel more replenished than if you'd done nothing. The only thing I have found quite hard though is being like on my phone, like after work. Mm. Like I've been, like I've kind of like dropped off the face of the earth, I think in terms of like messaging (laughs) people and like staying in contact usually I'm really good at doing that and like checking in and like I haven't been doing that or like as much as I'd like to and like that always makes me feel like a bad friend and I don't like feeling like that I'm so emotionally like I'm so like emotionally exhausted no but it's true it's true like even in Madrid when I wasn't working a job I, I was just busy on my feet all day I would sometimes just find myself too tired I couldn't like I wouldn't be bothered to to reply to messages I'd received, even though it's people from like the good of their heart checking in on me. Yeah. Just because I'm so tired and and that's not even a job. So I totally get it. But you want to like mentally be like, I'm thinking about you. Like, so if there's anyone who is working summer jobs and feels like that, I totally understand how you feel. Mm. Or anyone that's just like busy, kind of like catching up with like real life. I think as well, I've been so cautious or like so keen to kind of make like make my own life down here whereas the whole of like last semester I felt like I was just kind of doing uni but in a completely different place like stranded with not really like any friends or you know all my support network was through the phone mm. now it's like completely flipped because I so remember I you saying I've... to me before that you know you'd try and go meet up with Florrie and her friends because you didn't yeah. have your own friends and... which is so embarrassing yeah. like no one wants to be doing that so I like no. the fact now that I kind of have my own life down here but I think it got to the point where I've been so kind of 
self-aware that I need to make friends or that I want to make friends mm. that it kind of takes its toll on you like you're so I'm so like actively networking if you can call it that in like for friends and yeah for, like, when I'm at the cafe that when I get home I'm like I literally can't speak to anyone even my family are like my okay? social battery I'm... has died <laughs> yeah so yeah but it's good like it's all good stuff and like I've m- mm. met some great incredible people down here and that's really lovely thing to be able to say but I've been reading some cool stuff yes please share so first of all this article that I read in the Sunday Times so I'm just a bit of like an Olivia Petter fan at the moment if you don't know (laughs) Olivia Petter she hosts the Millennial Love podcast which is run by The Independent that is a great podcast pretty sure we recommended it before on here yeah I think you recommended that's how I got into it yeah Mm. so it's basically a podcast all about navigating love and relationships in the like a period where social media is incredibly like dominant and she gets a guest on in every episode and just talks about their experiences well she wrote first of all she wrote an article for the sunday times a couple of weeks ago i don't know if you heard about this but she wrote about her experience being stealthed oh my god yeah that's when they removed the condom during sex without your yeah your like consent yeah exactly and then in her experience, she writes about it. She mm. said that for the longest time, she didn't, like, she couldn't put a name to it. Like, yeah. she thought it was just, like, normal. She thought the problem was her. And I read the article, and it was just the most mm. eye-opening account. And so, like, brave and raw, first of all. But it, I'd yeah. never heard, I'd never heard of elfing mm. or, like, being stealthed. Yeah, like, so I'd only heard of it because... There's an Instagram account called Eddie Uni Anonymous, something like that, and they share essentially anonymous, um, anonymous, anonymously submitted accounts of rape, sexual assault, and and stealth. Being stealth comes under it because it's a form of sexual wow. assault. Yeah, yeah, and and so I now know that that is that's a form of sexual assault. But a lot of people, there's no education about it. Like like it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah. actually makes me really well, angry. Well, she was saying as well, she felt really confused because she'd obviously consented to, like, to having to sex. sex. Mm. But what she hadn't consented to, like, she'd consented to having protected protected exactly. sex. Not unprotected mm. sex. So she said that was such a hard kind of feel to navigate in her mind because she was like, is the problem me? Because mm. no, I consented all, to it, yeah. so is it my fault? It's, it was full Sunday time style. I don't have the article on me at the moment. I will, t- I will leave the link in the show notes. Um, and then, secondly, I've been reading Olivia Petter's book, which she brought out really, really recently, Millennial Love. Basically, she explores how social media affects relationships, and she goes mm-hmm. to the whole thing of, like, stalking, like, the guy you like on social media and, like, the issues with it, and, like, the fact that we can mm. stalk someone. And she says that in... She asked her Twitter followers, "What is the most like? What's the most common app that people use to stalk their, the like the guy they like or their ex, um, on? What do you think it was? Facebook. No. LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> do you not find that really surprising? I'll only say no. The reason it was my go second go to was because a lot of people have no privacy settings on LinkedIn. So I, like, it's actually 
it's really, yeah, so it's really easy. We like wanted to stalk, we had a new tutor, this was when we went to school, who was young and we wanted to find out like where he went to uni, like whether he had a girlfriend. We went on LinkedIn. <laughs> That's, <laughs> I can believe it. She was like, yeah, I've I, LinkedIn apparently has got this like search filter that you can type in like the location, mm. like the university. Yeah, like the location, like- university or like job or like the name, everything. Yeah. I just thought it was mad and she like kind of writes she just writes all about like stuff that like sliding into DMs and stalking your sorry the guy you like on social media before you go on a date with him and they were like imagine if like you and but but you have to play it off it's a secret like although we do it we pretend that we haven't done it but imagine Mm. if you went there and the guy was like so true and like I imagine like you get to the date and the guy's like you're like, what hobbies do you have? And he's like, oh, I really like hockey. And you're like, well, I know mm. that because also I know you play for this football, this hockey team and you do this and you do that. And like, can you imagine if we, if like... Yeah, you'd be so, you'd be like, this is a fucking stalker. Like, literally, an issue. Even though but, you yeah. might have done the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and like the amazing thing is, is she was saying that you can find out all these private details almost to the point that it's like you were stalking the person in real life. Like on Instagram, you can find out like location by the like, the geotagging and like, where they went to school yeah. and friends they have. And like, it, that's not illegal. But if you were to do that in like real life, like it would be like a criminal offense. Yeah, that's so true. And I was just like, whoa. Um, mm. So yeah, it's like a great book that kind of culminates all of like what the podcast talks about. And I'm really enjoying it at the moment. A bit mm. of a nonfiction read. Oh, I love um, it. Yeah, so that's what I've been doing. Just, And then also, I've watched this new show on BBC iPlayer called Time. Not heard of it. And it was my mum my recommended it. She'd read about it somewhere. And it is about... So this guy has been put into prison for four years because he killed someone drink driving. He's an alcoholic. And he, like, spends this t- like his first time ever in prison. And obviously, like, the... The, it's set in Liverpool and like the prison is obviously like really like it's I'm at, it's very like raw like um unfiltered account of what mm. prison life is like and then the prison warden who's on his um like in his prison also has a son who's in a different prison and it's all about like the inside like kind of like how corrupt the system is and it's about like how this guy who's never been in prison survives how he deals with like like really rough accounts of people yeah. like never never taking drugs but like having their like appeals decline so then like like resorting to drugs and it's just so, it's so I'm explaining it so badly but no, it's that so good really it's good. on BCI player it's with Sean Bean it's like a good one to watch like with the family like with your parents um very like oh, I'll, um, I'll suggest it to the family for the next family one yeah and and also I had three one hour episodes so it's very manageable oh okay that's so easy I mean that's another thing thing as well how are you feeling about fourth year one last year of education and then beyond I'm a bit stressed you know um in what sense yeah. like what make, what's making you stressed about it well I've gone from I'll have gone from a year of having not much at all to it because of like my year abroad being cancelled and all mm. that to a year of like dissertations and essays and deadlines and also being the social sec of the running club and you know navigating that and also you know wanting to do sport and also rest and I don't know I don't know how I'm gonna balance everything yeah I think maybe it doesn't help the fact obviously the fact that last year 
you didn't ha- you weren't in like studies mm. you didn't have to be but also I think you're very diligent and I think you're mm. once you're once you get back into the swing of things you'll be fine yeah. and I also think there's a lot of people either people that took gap years because they didn't want to go to uni during covid or people that had to miss their year abroad people that you know maybe have to retake a year that will probably be like feeling in the same boat yeah i'm sure there's a lot of listeners out there as well that are feeling that Mm. way but yeah it will it all will become manageable i think you'll just it it will there'll just be like a weird adjustment period but fortunately i think a lot of us will be feeling that because if life is normal in september we're going to all i think have an issue managing like our social time and our work time and trying to make sure that we incorporate all the lessons that we learn about you know giving ourselves me like time rest, exercise yeah, yeah. Mm. like all the things like all the little routines and the things that we realize that we really do need as well as socializing as well as going into fourth year I yeah. think it's it's I think it's quite a scary it's, it's a scary year to, for it all to be going back to normal for us yeah and also the prospect that it might not also do you know what I mean like there might we don't know what the restrictions could end up being like and yeah but as as the famous quote goes like if you worry about something you put yourself through it twice so I think it is also quite exciting though like a lot I think I don't know if you feel the same way but a long a a part of me I think has longed for the day where we can kind of go out into the real world and we're like technically equipped with all the degrees that like yeah. we need like it's quite an exciting as it's much exciting as it is scary, it's exciting it's very exciting I think for me because I just lit I don't know like some people have such a dream like job they have a vision and I'm just here like I think I could be happy doing lots of things but I don't actually know I don't have like one dream or like is one there, thing that there... I think is possible do you know what I mean like the things that yeah. I'd be interested in doing like journalism it's mostly freelance at the moment like it's very rare to just be employed by like one thing like you know mm. the Sunday times and have a specific a set job that's yeah. enough hours to to like and money to get you by and it's yeah I don't know it just that stresses is part me of, is there a part of you that is excited to get on the job ladder or do you oh yeah you definitely I like you, I definitely you, want to um are you more are you more inclined at the moment to do a master's or do you think you're going to jump straight into work I think I'd jump straight into work but what that's going to look like I don't know because i want to do a year in Paris like at least after uni and I think I'd be interested in applying for something like the British Council and being like Mm. a part like a teach a teacher or a teaching assistant and it's like that thing you get loads of networking through that so then I'd have like a support network yeah and that's only that's only like 12 it's only 12 hours a week I mean I'd have to get get it but that's only 12 hours a week so then I could get like another part-time job and try and earn like a bit more and yeah so something like that would be ideal so it wouldn't totally be locked into like a 8 a.m until 6 p.m job but yeah. yeah I never thought we'd get to this point yeah neither like I n- really didn't think we would I was like oh no. I'm gonna be a baby for so long I know and now we're like literally the we're like the big fish in the small pond for the first time I know it's true but it feels like I'm a small fish in a very big pond right now oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. lots of mountains to climb but very exciting yeah. opportunities I think and like mm. I hope that as the world unravels 
we'll get some more exciting opportunities mm. coming our way. For especially yeah. for, for everyone graduating as well, everyone that has graduated. Yeah. I think we managed to ramble our way through an episode. It's been so nice catching up yeah. though. Literally. Um, um, do we want to do like a little gratitude point? I feel like it's quite important at the moment yeah. to do a gratitude. Do you have one for us, Em? Yeah, I do have um, quite a few gratitude points. Oh, oh my God. So, okay. First of all, I'm going to say my like trip in- to London and sleepover with Zara at a spoon of peanut butter who we had on last week. It was so nice. Like, I don't know. I hadn't been to London for over a year. Um, and she's just like, I'm just so grateful for the the friendship we've made through Instagram and like the commute like the fact that that was able to happen because I don't know 20 yeah. years ago you couldn't really do that um so that was amazing also I've got back in the car I've been driving and I'm just oh. grateful to have that okay and, Olivia Rodrigo yeah, we see you sorry um and I'm seeing a friend tomorrow which couldn't happen without the car I mean touch wood I don't like crash or anything no um, of course you won't no I won't um so yeah that's been good and then third I would probably just say getting out of isolation and getting my vaccine Woo! Yeah. look at you you're thriving at the moment <laughs> what about I you um I'm gonna say um my my Mondays at the moment are like mm. my favorite day of the week like my family I and I've that. been making like a real effort to go out for lunch like every Monday try a new place mm. and it's like the afternoon where all of us are free and oh, like none of our timetables like sync yeah. up like any other day of the week so it's like the best um and that's just been so nice oh well yeah. thank you so much for listening to this rambly episode so yeah we will be back um thank you so much for listening and we will be back next week with another wonderful episode yeah so it's bye for now bye